This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Talking Otago with ORC. Well, it's that time of year, that time in the election cycle when we are making decisions about our local body representatives and including that uh, is the Otago Regional Councillors. We thought we'd take a little bit look around uh, elections today with Amanda Verko joins us on the line now from ORC. Uh, Morena, good to have you with us, Amanda. Thanks, Jeff. Morena. Few decisions for us to make, aren't there? And, um, you know, you'll be forgiven perhaps uh, thinking it's um, it's all a bit much at times, but it is really important that we take this time to put our votes in the right place and to consider what we're doing and why we're doing it. And I thought perhaps we'd take an opportunity today to just to, to talk about the Otago Regional Council and um, let's face it, not everybody might be totally clear, Amanda, on what the Otago Regional Council's role is. So perhaps you could um, you could start with that. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Jeff. So the Otago Regional Council is a local authority under the Local Government Act, um, but we have a, a, a focus on the Resource Management Act. Um, so we're a little bit different to our territorial authority, you know, city councils and district councils. So some of the key things that we focus on are, are in that environmental space. So, um, you know, we set plans and policies on how the region manages its water, land and air resources. Um, in conjunction with that, we then, um, you know, consent for some of those activities that rules that where there are rules. Uh, we monitor compliance, but we also do a lot of monitoring of the environment. So we've got a team who are out taking water samples and air samples um, on a regular basis so that we've got a sense of um, what's happening in our environment. Um, we, we've got a big long list of things that we do, so we respond to environmental incidents. So the pollution hotline for Otago, if you see pollution, um, that comes through to us and we've got a team of responders who, who are usually first on the scene. Um, we've got an environmental implementation team who are out there taking a lead on how we manage our pests in the region, so that's things like rabbits and other biosecurity, other biosecurity pests. We run the harbour master function, so that's quite important for you know Dunedin Otipoti, but also Central Otago Lakes um, out there on the harbour and in the lakes. Um, we've got scientists, we've got civil defence uh, staff, um, and of course we also run the buses um, as a as a big other function that sits there. Yeah, anyone who's been tuning into this Talking Otago spot over the last few months will know that uh, we've talked across pretty much all of those things. A lot of the focus recently on transport and the buses for obvious reasons, but uh-huh. uh, now we've got to turn our, our attention a, a little bit wider and consider the, the, the larger role of, of the Otago Regional Council. Uh, and it's not just Dunedin we're talking about, it is truly Otago. There is a Dunedin constituency, but there are others as well. Yes, so we've got uh, 23 candidates running for 11 vacancies um, across the region. So we have six six um, spots in the Dunedin constituency. We have two uh, spots in the what's called the Molyneux constituency, which is Mosgiel um, and South Otago. We have three councillors spots in the Central Otago. Oh, it's called the Dunstan Ward. So that's Queenstown, Wanaka, Central Otago, and we have one. Uh, one spot in North Otago, um, although that has actually been filled unelected because there was only one nomination. Now, uh, one thing to remember about voting uh, in regard to the Otago Regional Council is that is first past the post, unlike the systems in place for the Dunedin City Council, for example. That is correct. So I, um, my voting papers arrived on Saturday, and so I said about um, uh, voting. And so, yeah, you will find for the Dunedin Ward, um, for the Dunedin voting papers, 
you have your mayor, your Dunedin city councillors and your uh, community board are all STV, which is numbers. And then you get to the Otago Regional Council um, and we're ticks. Ticks in a circle. All right, just remember, ticks in a circle for um, Targa Regional Council when you're voting. Now, it's yes. also postal voting as well, and so if we're enrolled, we should pretty much have received those voting papers uh, around about now, shouldn't we? Yes, that is that is correct. Those voting papers should have arrived. Um, and in terms of completing, once you've filled them out, it's very easy to um, then either pop them in a post box or there's actually special voting um, boxes around... Dunedin, so I was in Pack and Save on the weekend and they've got a big orange wheelie bin that's labelled Vote 2020, uh, Vote 2022, so you can also pop them in those um, in those big orange wheelie bins. Uh, there's also, you can submit votes at, at, the city count, at Dunedin City Council um, yeah, if that's more convenient. And then I guess if you don't, if your voting papers haven't arrived, um, you there's, if you go onto our website or um, you can visit the Dunedin City Council and they will... Um, work out where your papers are um, or, you know, issue you with special voting papers so that you can still complete your vote. Yeah, you can vote in the local elections if you're on the electoral roll and live in the Otago region and you own a property here, but uh, also uh, if you're uh, not on the roll but you qualify in every other way, you should be able to and can uh, post it uh, or, or give a special vote and it's really important that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, in a town like this, there's been a lot of movement, there always is with the university students and so forth over the, over the years uh, uh, and voting papers perhaps don't go where they need to and, and if you're at all confused, at all unsure about it, uh, get in touch with the Otago Regional Council or the Dunedin City Council or indeed go to vote.nz which gives you an outline of what you can do in terms of special votes. Election day is Saturday, October the 8th. Uh, if you're Posting your votes in, you want to get that in the post box. Pretty much October 3rd would be the deadline for that. We know it's not overnight delivery anymore, so you want to make sure that you get your postal votes in by the 3rd to get uh, postmarked and delivered on time for Election Day, which is Saturday, October the 8th. But as Amanda has said, there would be ballot boxes around the place for you to drop them in right up until and including October the 8th. And uh, let's face it, some of us might still need a little bit of time to consider the candidates. Now that you and I have had the discussion, uh, we might want to start looking a little bit more closely at the Otago Regional Councillors. Where can we find more information about those who are putting their names forward? Yeah, sure. So with, along with your voting papers, there's a profile booklet which has profile. Each candidate was able to use 150 words to explain what they're standing for. So that's included with the voting papers. A number of candidates are also running websites um, or Facebook pages. So you can have a look and they're referenced around the place. So you can have a look there. Uh, there's also been candidate evenings. I know there's been a number um, hosted around Dunedin that have been really highly attended. The Dunedin City Council has a list of those on their website, so you could have a look there if you're interested in attending an evening. Um, some of the candidates have actually put contact details, and so you know you could you could even talk to them um, uh, if you wanted. And I think there's candidates who are out and about at um, farmers markets and you know trying to connect with the public. Um, to to help share that knowledge. Yeah, and there are certainly plenty of them that have uh, that have social media profiles as well, and they're engaging in conversation online on Facebook and elsewhere. Um, <laughs> that's always a bit of fun, but it's a, you know it's a, in this day and age a neat way to be able to actually start asking some of the questions that you want some answers to. So you know they're they put their names forward. Uh, if they've given a way to get in touch with them, then then you've got questions. By all means, take that opportunity. Uh, make your decision and an informed decision. 
and uh, very importantly just make sure you do vote if you're eligible so you should have got those papers if you've um, correctly enrolled uh, in your mailbox by now and uh, you've got it all there you can start taking a look through if you haven't got those papers yet um, vote.nz will tell you a little bit more about what you should do about uh, special votes and so forth there are ways to make sure that your vote counts uh, Amanda, well, it just remains for us now to leave it over to all of our listeners to make their decisions and get their votes in. I'm sure we would all love to see uh, the numbers of voters or the percentage of voters rise in this election. I've got a sense that it probably will. There's a lot going on out there for all of us to think about for our Dunedin City Council, for our community boards, and of course our Otago Regional Council. Amanda, thanks so much for taking some time to join us today. Remember, if you want to check out the Otago Regional Council's website with information on elections there, orc.govt.nz. Kia ora, Amanda, and all the best. Thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate the time. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.